Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. In studio, we have Governor Patterson, we have Ed Cox, Judge Weinberg, John Katzmatidis, and myself. And we're watching the TV screens and we're watching uh, Andy McCarthy, right, Judge Weinberg, right. talking about China, the Bidens, and there needs to be a, a committee to investigate collusion. You know what the problem, though, Liddy, is? The Republicans haven't gotten together yet behind McCarthy as a speaker, and while they're wasting their time where they should be organizing, these committees should do full-blown investigations on that, on fentanyl, on the border, on Afghanistan. This is what they have to do and stop playing games. This Your Honor, are business. they considering someone else for speaker other than McCarthy? They don't have anybody else. Then they should just move on. So, That's exactly Ed right. Cox, what That's do you, logical. Ed Cox, what do you, Ed Cox, what do you say to people that say, you know what? Why do they want to investigate Hunter? We got a border crisis. We got a drug crisis. They're, they're, not they're gonna, wasting the time. The investigation, and this is what the leader of that committee said, Comer. It is not about Hunter. It's about President Biden. That's right. And whether or not he is somehow uh, influenced. Yes. Exactly. Well, not only not only influence if he's compromised. Correct. If he's making word. if he's making bad decisions based on that his son is in trouble, that's the definition of the word compromised. And yeah. look, I, I I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like he's made a lot of bad decisions. Well, we all saw him in Ukraine making sure that the guy who's investigating his son, the company that his son was working with, was got fired. fired. And then he bragged about it. Remember yeah. how he oh, bragged about it? And we know yeah. how callous. Anybody wants to see the bragging about it, you go to the uh, internet, you go to YouTube, and you see him in by himself and saying... Uh, you don't get the billion dollars if you don't fire the guy. Mm. That's, that a big in here, big in there doesn't mean anything to these people. Yeah. And you see how Hunter, he was so callous with his uh, cybersecurity. So do you think China knew all about this laptop or other contents on it well before anybody else did, before the New York Post did? The fact of the matter is he had these business relationships. He was hopping aboard Air Force Two. Biden knew about it. What do you think? He was just taking a ride to go sightseeing? Mm, very interesting. Well, now yeah, we've got Dr. Sky on the line with us, Dr. Steve Cates. Welcome back to Cats at Night. Well, good evening, and thank you, Lydia. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and of course, Happy Holidays. To we everybody so we there celebrate. We celebrate everything, uh, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Steve, uh, there was some uh, a press conference, or there, there was a discussion the other day. Oh my God, fusion! It's happening. Yes, uh, you know, and I talked to some of my friends, and they said it's a lot of crap. And uh, well, you know, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and and. and um, uh, and another one of my friends uh, said to me, yeah, it'll happen in about 200 years, 300 years. Uh, is this, re- look, you're one of our scientists. Is this reality or is it still theory? John, it's really on the road to reality. Here's the, here's the backstory on this. Part of the Department of Energy, they should be excited. They have a facility called the U.S. National Ignition Facility. Sounds like a race car facility, but it does this high-energy physics. Let me just qualify to the audience and everybody in the studio. We're talking about fusion, not fission, because what we have now, everybody probably knows, that fission is what's powering many of our nuclear power plants, nuclear submarines, and, of course, early-stage nuclear weapons. But in this particular process, they should be pretty excited because they're putting in energy and they're getting more energy out of what they're doing. And how do they do this? Really quick. They take two light nuclei, merge them to form a heavier nuclei, 
And this is all done under super high temperatures. That's why many people think this might be voodoo, but it really does work. And the mass of one is then less than that of two. And now the leftover mass, part of that is the big energy boost. So, yes. And, and that's the principle. Excited. That's the principle the sun works on. And that's yes. why, you know, me as a young child, I would look at the sun and say, I mean, after a while, it's got to burn out, you know. Well, John, yeah, you're but, right. But, but here's, here's something. There's go ahead. Tell us one, about it. Yeah, there's probably only one person, you know, the magic of Santa Claus, that's probably, in my mind, maybe even, it sounds funny, using fusion. Because why? He never refuels, right? So <laughs> this would be an, un, you know, <laughs> this would be a source of power that you don't have to refuel for a long time. But here we go. Let's take the sun from the astronomy world. Every second, we should be grateful for the sun. Why? It uses 600 million tons of hydrogen, converts it into 596 million tons of helium, and out of that little loss, which is still big, comes 4 million tons of energy every second for 4 billion years. Now, what these people did at this laboratory, the U.S. National Ignition Facility, here's why it should be exciting. It may sound technical. They put in 2.05 megajoules of energy, like with a powerful laser, and they got out 31.2 megajoules. 15 so in other times words, they the got amount. out way more than went in. That's pretty powerful. It, it is mind-boggling for our minds. Growing up yes. uh, the last uh, you know 50 years, it, it's mind-boggling to be able to believe mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that goes on forever. You keep making more than you Start with Steve yes. Ed, Ed Cox here. This can we do that? Can we do that with bitcoins? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what they promised. <laughs> Steve, this has been going on for years. I know Princeton yes, used to have a huge project yes. of being mm-hmm. doing fusion, but it's on a very large scale. Uh, yes, how does that differ from what's being done now? Well, it's pretty much on the same lines, but the problem is China's also been doing this, and they call them tokamak reactors. But the problem has been to be able to sustain the temperatures and keep them in a vessel. Because if we look at the nuclear center of the sun, it's ridiculous. Nobody really knows. Mathematics and physics say mathematically that the sun is 35 million degrees Fahrenheit in the core of the sun. But the problem simply is this. They haven't gotten to these levels that they have now because the containment of the temperature. In other words, if we had, and hopefully we will have, I don't know how many years, maybe who knows, 10, 15, maybe 50, who knows more of a containment vessel to generate more energy than's coming in. They have made progress, but they just haven't had the ability to sustain the reaction and maintain it because of the incredible temperatures that you need to do this. But it is mind-boggling, as we're talking about, because it is the power of the future. Imagine we could power spacecraft with this. We could power cities. And imagine a small, let's say, size boxcar of a railroad, let's say. We could probably power more than, let's say, the whole East Coast for, what, hundreds of thousands of years and I know, John, as you're so right, let's open up the uh, you know, oil from the pipelines. That would be something, of course, we need now. But imagine if we had the ability, whoever has the first fusion ability to create it to the commercial side, that'll be bigger than anything that Tesla, Elon Musk, or Jeff Bezos could ever imagine, that they would be the richest person in history. Well, That's well, a, we, that now, amazing story. we do know that fission can get out of control. That's the atom bomb, right? Yes, absolutely. Can, can this get out of control, this process, if it were being widely used? Sure. And I would say let's also be very careful about what they're doing with these large hadron colliders, like the one that sits there, I believe, under France. It's this large circular thing, many miles, and they're searching for this so-called God-God particle because some have even said 
be very careful what you wish for, because some of these particles in in the cosmic world, in quantum physics, who knows? I mean, I don't know that. I'm not a you know I'm not a classical physicist in that regard. But imagine if we had one of those particles zoom out of there. Some are saying that we could create an artificial black hole. Please don't do this. I want to celebrate the holidays like everybody else. <laughs> no, it's just it mind-boggling that the yes. sun is burning for four billion years. It's Absolutely. just mind-boggling. It, it, it burns, it burns, and doesn't burn out. I mean, Absolutely. And that's just one variety of star. I mean, some of these stars, and John, you and I talk about it on the Sunday show all the time. These pulsars and gamma ray bursts are even trillions of times more powerful than what we're talking about on the sun scale. So the universe is just so amazing. It's so wonderful to share this information. And yes, John, I do think they're on the, you know, it's not, uh, it's not a lot of bull. I think they're on the, on the way to doing something. And they, they deserve at least a congratulations from the science community. Dr. Sky, we'll be talking to you over the weekend on Sunday. And you yeah. always come up with mysteries. And what oh, mystery yeah. do you think you're going to come up with this Sunday? Well, the most logical one, John, would be the great mystery of the Christmas star. There's so much to talk about, and we look forward to sharing that with you and all your listeners. And again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Holidays. And what do we always say, John? Always remember to keep your eyes to the skies. Thank you so much. (laughs) Right now, we're going to thank you, Dr. Sky, Steve Cates. And right now, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.